0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Birding by Ear. If you're new here, my name is Beth. I've been birding for over 20 years, but I'm not an expert birder. A few years ago, I wanted to really increase my birding skills by learning how to identify birds by sound. And to help me with that, I created this podcast. This podcast is really about me learning, but if you want to learn too, come along and let's learn how to identify birds by the sounds they make together today we are focusing on a handful of sparrows who doesn't love a good sparrow i have grown to love and appreciate the subtle beauty of their brown tones fine lines and detailed patterning if you have listened to my introductory episode you know i have an amazing couple of friends together we have been birding for more than 20 years credit for my sparrow appreciation goes to one of those good friends for she has always adored sparrows and has taught me to appreciate Shades of brown and subtle beauty in all its forms. These LBJs, little brown jobs, pack a mean punch. Their songs and calls are also, likewise, complex and beautiful. Many sparrows in the quote new world, though they act and look very different than warblers, they're actually very closely related, and this can be evident in their vocalizations. Call repertoires are similar in many ways and often include a zeet or deet call. A high brief tink and a chip. So when I think that there's a warbler sip and it turns out to be a sparrow, there is some justification for that. There are a lot of sparrows and not all of them sound similar. So today's grouping is sparrows that sound similar to song sparrows or songs that sound like song sparrow songs. Well, loosely sound like song sparrow songs anyway. Today we're going to be talking about the Song Sparrow, obviously, then Fox Sparrow, White Crown Sparrow, and Lincoln Sparrow. And I'll briefly mention the White-throated Sparrow for any Eastern listeners, even though they don't live commonly in my area. But they do have a beautiful and fairly easy to learn song. Okay, let's start with the Song Sparrow. Song Sparrow is probably one of our most abundant and common sparrows throughout the United States. Song sparrows are usually very local and singing constantly. Because of this, it's one of the easier vocalizations to learn with careful observations. Their songs can be extremely variable, however, but also recognizable. I heard someone describe the song sparrows are like jazz musicians. They play the same pattern, but there's a lot of improv and variation and dialect. And I love that description. As newbies, learning bird sounds, it can be really frustrating when there's a lot of variation within a species' vocalization. But, maybe like us, birds like to jazz it up now and then. My best advice is to go to your local patch and figure out what your song sparrows sound like. They won't sound like my local song sparrows. But with practice, we can learn to recognize song sparrows even when they have a different local dialect than one we are used to hearing. So let's listen to a Song Sparrow song. Song Sparrow songs are a musical series of single notes, buzzes, and trills. It almost always starts with a series of introductory notes, usually three, that are distinctive. There are a few different mnemonics for the song sparrow, including maids 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 put on your tea kettle at a little hip hip hurrah boys spring is here Mage, maids maids pick beetles off the water's hot <laughs> I think my favorite mnemonic that I've ever heard, however, is whistle, 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 a buzz, and some other stuff. One more time, that's whistle, 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 a buzz, and some other stuff. I think this one perfectly encapsulates the pattern that the song sparrows have, but also the variability. So let's listen to a variety of song sparrows' songs. Listen for their variation and what they all have in common. <laughs> We're gonna skip calls for now and come back to them. So on to our next sparrow. Our next sparrow is the fox sparrow. Again, fox sparrow songs are highly variable throughout their broad range. Here are just a few examples. The Fox Sparrow song is a series of rich, whistled, and burry notes. A lively song that opens with one or more cleared whistle notes, followed by several short trills or churs. Unlike the Song Sparrow song, the Fox Sparrow lacks the three introductory notes, and instead the notes swoop in and seem to go all over the place. However, the first note is usually a little bit separated. Again, there's a lot of variation in the fox sparrow songs. The variations in the fox sparrow songs are associated with the different subspecies of fox sparrows. This might be the case for song sparrows too. I didn't really look into it, but there's way more subspecies of song sparrow than fox sparrow, so it would have just been way too overwhelming. Anyway, back to fox sparrows. We're going to listen to some subspecies song from the fox sparrow first up is sooty sooty subspecies lives on the pacific along the coast and up into alaska Next is Thick Build. This lives in California in mid to high elevation. Next is slate colored. This subspecies lives in the interior west and is the one that's most common in my area, which is in Utah. And last but not least is the red. This subspecies is our eastern fox sparrow subspecies. Our next sparrow song is the white crowned sparrow. Take a listen to this song and see how you would describe it. The white crowned sparrow song always starts with one, sometimes two monotone whistles. I always think about it as a long introductory note followed by some whistles and buzzes. Unlike the fox sparrow, which the first note is just slightly separated, This one is more of an introductory note. Like many sparrows, their songs can be variable, and different subspecies across the country sing slightly different songs but they're all pretty recognizable by that whistled introductory and succession of jumbled whistles and buzzes at the end. So here are a few variations of the white-crowned sparrow. A mnemonic for the white-crowned sparrow is more, more, more cherries, peas, pink. Although, if I'm honest, that's not really my favorite mnemonic. But if it works for you, it works for you. Before we move on, be mindful of juvenile white-crowned sparrows. Not only are first winter birds visually a little trickier to ID, because they don't have their white crowns yet and can superficially look like chipping sparrows, they are also learning and practicing their singing, which makes their songs weird. It almost sounds like a white crown sparrow, but not quite right. Once you figure out, however, that it's a juvenile white crown sparrow singing, it's a really unique experience because you can see the evolution of their songs. East of the Rockies, the white-crowned sparrow is replaced by the white-throated sparrow, which I think is an easier song to learn, but maybe that is because it has been on a chiming bird clock in my kitchen for over 15 years. I have rarely seen or heard this bird in the field, not because it's especially rare, only because I don't bird that often where they are common, but when I have heard it, it has felt so familiar, and I couldn't figure out why it sounded so familiar until I realized... It meant 10 o'clock. Anyway, here is the song of the white-throated sparrow. It sings, Oh Sweet Canada, Canada, Canada. I read a book once that referred to them as the O Canada birds, which I think we should all just collectively call them from now on. Anyway, one more time here's the white throated sparrow. <whistles> All right, our next sparrow song is the Lincoln Sparrow. How would you describe this song? The Lincoln Sparrow is a musical series of trills in a rising and falling pattern. It starts low and soft, rises in pitch and volume, and then descends back down. Where I live, Lincoln sparrows are most commonly seen in our mountains. The rising and falling pattern of the song reminds me of a mountain shape. Let's pause for a little brain break, and then we'll come back and go over these sparrows' call notes. Why did the archer love birds? Because of the spare arrows. What does Captain Jack Sparrow do when he's scaled? He whums away. Okay, are we ready for call notes? Call notes, in my opinion, are harder to learn because they're usually shorter and simpler. There's just less to grab onto, but we can do this. However, first, before we go into call notes, I have a confession to make. One day, many years ago, my friends and I were hunting for our first grasshopper sparrow. We had studied out the sound as we've been told that's the best way to find them. There we were in a big open field, my friends kept moving in a particular direction and seeing stuff along the lines like, is that it? I think that's it. And I was standing there very confused. And that was the first time I realized I could not hear certain bird sounds. Standing shoulder to shoulder, they could hear a sound and I could not. Since that first time, this same thing has happened more times than I care to admit. I have a very hard time hearing extremely high-pitched bird sounds, especially in the field. So far, this is just the high-pitched frequencies. Now that my friends and I know this particular thing, they are so amazing. Have I told you how amazing my friends are? And if they are hearing a particular sound, they will ask me if I can hear it as well. And I so appreciate them. Anyway, back to sparrow calls. I bring this up because most sparrows have a version of a really high-pitched sip. Which, if I'm honest, I will probably not be able to hear. Almost all sparrows have a variety of calls that they use in different situations. Typically, the more frequent call notes are easier to hear and lower in pitch. Often, these high-pitched sip calls are higher alert and flight calls. I will still try and find and play some tracks of these high-pitched calls for you, But I won't be much help when it comes to hearing and understanding the differences. With that side note, let's jump in. First up is the song sparrow call. The most frequent call is a warm, round chip. This is a pretty common call. So one more time. Song Sparrow Chip. They also have a high-pitched sip call, which sounds like this. Our next sparrow, which was the fox sparrow, gives a smack call. Here are a few examples of this call. Their other calls include a chircher call and a sip call. Here is the fox sparrow sip call. White crowned sparrows can have 10 different call notes. The most frequently heard in- includes a sharp pink They also have a high-pitched call that sounds like this. Lincolns have an aggressive-sounding chip... Lincoln Sparrow has a high pitch insect like zeet. Okay, let's put all of those together. First, the song sparrow chip. Next is the Fox Sparrow Smack, then it's the White Crown Pink, and finally the Lincoln's Chip. I'm going to play that series one more time without calling the ID, but I'll leave them in the same order. So Song Sparrow, Fox, White Crown, and Lincolns. Okay, now let's do that with their high-pitched sip calls. Again, in the same order, first song sparrow, then fox, white-crowned, and then lincoln's. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope you found it helpful. Audio recordings in today's episode are from the Cornell Guide to Bird Sounds and the audio collection found on audubon.org and the following individuals who share the recordings on xenocanto.org xen-canto.org Ted Floyd Thomas Magarian Bobby Wilcox Richard E. Webster, and Paul Marvin. As always, special thanks to my bush tip besties, my family and friends for supporting me, and especially for you for listening. I'd love to hear what you think. Leave me a review and let me know what birds you want to learn next.